there was a student who was really shy and really kind of reserved and they were in a retail store and really blossomed and started you know kind of came out of that shy shell and started really enjoying that customer service piece this is josh and this is mandy and you're listening to the oregon transition podcast brought to you by the ketan the transition technical assistance network and professionals across the state From rural to urban, from your living room to your classroom to your community to your employer, we are here to do a deep dive into the transition services in Oregon. Oregon, this is your story. Welcome to the Oregon Transition Podcast Season 4. Josh, I'm so excited to be joining the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Pod people, in case you don't remember the end of Season 3, Nicole has left her job at the T-Tan. On to much bigger and better. But now I would like to introduce to you Mandy Younger. Well, hello. My name is Mandy Younger, and I'm happy to join the podcast team. I am with Vocational Rehabilitation as a Pre-Employment Transition Services Coordinator, or Pre-ETS Coordinator for short, for Southern Oregon. And I am Josh Barber. I am a Transition Network Facilitator, and I support Lynn Benton Lincoln in Lane Counties. We have a pretty exciting start to season four of the Oregon Transition Podcast. It's really exciting. I know it answered a lot of questions for me. Today's episode focuses on paid summer work experience that comes from a grant through Vocational Rehabilitation, Oregon Department of Education, and Office of Developmental Disabilities. I think it's known as the RFA. Is that right, Josh? It is, but what does that mean? The RFA stands for Request for Application. The Request for Application, and it's for summer work experience for students with disabilities. It is an application process to say, what would you do as a program to provide summer work experiences to students between the ages of 14 and 21 with a work experience? My name is CJ Webb, and I am the Pre-Employment Transition Services Program Coordinator for Vocational Rehabilitation. What kind of programs can do an RFA? So there's a a variety. So a school could apply, a school district could apply, a provider organization, a business could apply. This is about pre-employment transition services, about pre-ETS. And so one of the pre-ETS is work experience. The work experience does need to be a competitive integrated job. That was really exciting to hear from CJ about what that RFA is and how it really can help students sort of figure out what is available and will lead them to that integrated employment that we all strive for. The exciting thing about the RFA is that students are being paid. They're being paid minimum wage or higher. With students being paid, don't we all want to get paid, Josh? I know that my first paycheck, that was so exciting. Yeah, I remember my first paycheck really well. I couldn't believe that they were paying me. I had the opportunity in August to visit a RFA site. So you're showing me around. So right over here we have our ranger slash camping place. Um, And each exhibit has little pieces here and there that the kids can play with to interact with each exhibit. I visited the Adventure Children's Museum in Valley River Center in Eugene, Oregon. It's a hands-on museum for younger kids, and it's a pretty cool place. 
Honestly, I was having trouble focusing because I just wanted to play with everything. <laughs> that was my trouble when I had my meet and greet. Josh, that sounds like a really fun place to visit. Now, who are you able to meet with? We start off the show with C.J. Webb, the woman who was giving me the tour of the Children's Museum. Her name is also C.J. C.J., full name Catherine Bizica. You and I go way back. Oh, yes. How do we know each other? I first met you when I started um, going to the transitions program that helps bridge the gap between high school and the real world. And so awesome to see you here. And now you are passing it on. We're at the Children's Museum. And how long have you been working here? Two years and counting. Right now I'm a docent, um, which means I pick up, I clean up, I sanitize, I help get things going. Um, I've even helped with uh, craft kits for the kiddos, just little things here and there. Now it's summer 2021 and you have students that attend a 18 to 21 program that are here. Tell me about what the students are doing and your role with those students. I uh, help guide them through each task. Today we started with cleaning up the classroom, which we're in right now. Um, each person picks a task of whether they do the vacuuming, the window washing, or surfaces. Sometimes we have crafts for them to put together, or they'll, uh, we'll have them do rounds, which is, you know, going around the museum and uh, picking up toys, sanitizing them, and uh, sanitizing surfaces. And all the while, you know, trying not to get too close to the customers, um, the kiddos, yeah. <laughs> or their parents, what have you. Um, and, you know, we've got a rule of no cell phones on the floor and uh yeah so you're supervising yes if you had told me even three years ago <laughs> that i would be teaching somebody else what i have learned i would have called you crazy <laughs> <laughs> i would i have. never would have believed that i would be in that role <laughs> I wouldn't have. I knew it. I, you always were a leader, though. Josh, what a cool experience for students. Now, you have known CJ for quite some time and really seen CJ change a lot, haven't you? I haven't seen CJ for a number of years, and I didn't know she was working at the Adventure Children's Museum until I contacted the museum to do this podcast. But I have to say, it is so incredibly amazing watching CJ mentor students. And how many students does she mentor? There were three students at that particular site. Two students were there the day I visited. The Children's Museum has a ton of hands-on activities. Because it's so hands-on, 
there is a very big need to keep it clean. So the students that I observed were there to sanitize all the exhibits and all the materials that go into the exhibits. The students were busy and they didn't yeah. have time for an interview with me. They had to work. The students are liking their jobs, right? Absolutely. Mandy, I also need to tell you that there was a third student also working. However, I did not observe that student. They found that his strength was doing office work. And so he was in an office as part of the RFA. Well, what a great for him to figure out, hey, you know what? My skill set is working in an office and having that organizational skills. I would say that addresses some pre-employment transition services. It sure does. That job exploration of where do I fit and what really works for me. The pre-employment transition services are key that really is about the student working through the summer. It's not about that they have a job at the end of the summer, even though some programs do like to do that and, and try to figure that out of what the student may want to keep doing. But it really is about getting their feet wet and trying to be able to just see, you know, I, I think I like working with animals. So let me try three different places that have animals. What do I like any of them? Or do I now really don't? I will keep my animals at home and I'll pet them at home and do that. Or, you know, some students that want to work in a restaurant and, you know, the fast pace of a restaurant, or they say warehouse work and there's a lot of noises in a warehouse. So maybe they don't like that or they do like it. So it's a real good way for students, um, especially younger students, to just start feeling out the the employment world. What kind of skills are the students learning from participating in this work experience? I think to start with just like basic work skills, you know, working together uh, towards a common goal in the workspace, following rules and policies. What I noticed just from being here, seeing both of them work on the tour yeah. They are both working very hard, and they look like they're doing an outstanding job. These programs are happening all across Oregon. How do we find students for these jobs? You know, I asked CJ that question. Typically, when a school applies, that, that's a little easier because they have a student base that they're kind of pulling from. But most everybody does some kind of application process to I mean, you know, like it, like they're really going into a real job of applying, going through interviews, those types of things. And provider organizations that do this, they usually have a connection with different schools, usually multiple schools that they're pulling students from. They just make those connections. Sometimes they ask VR for some assistance. They ask a pre-ETS coordinator if they may know students. I think this year was a little harder because of COVID things did get started a lot later than that they did in 2019. How did it end up working with the Children's Museum? The grant for the Children's Museum worksite was written by an organization in Springfield, Oregon called McKenzie Personnel Systems. I met Chris Minier at a Starbucks and I asked him how he found students for the summer worksite. We're outside on a busy street, so there is some road noise. We thought about it for a year, and when you're doing the, the RFA thing, uh, you don't really know you're going to do it until you get sort of like this go, right? So we get this, okay, we're finally approved, and now within a couple of weeks, we have to be up and running because summer is coming. So you're a bit in a crunch. So uh, 
we hadn't planned any news releases or anything of, of that nature, and I also knew that the other programs had a head start on us. So I, I just reached out to uh, some transition people. I sent a, an email to Josh Barber, who uh, helped me out a great deal, uh, forwarded my information to some folks. I reached out to VR counselors uh, uh, in Eugene and Springfield and some of the transition teachers that I knew and just uh, sort of crossed my fingers. We, we, we let a couple of the SCs down at the county know, uh, but that was it. It was sort of a, we, we knew we couldn't take too many and it was one of those, I didn't want to generate too much interest, um, but at the same time what, what ended up happening is we couldn't get enough guys. So we, we originally wanted five uh, students and we, we ended up with three, uh, which was fine. You know, it was a good, uh, it was a good sort of a way to break into it, I think, for us this year. One of the really fun things about seeing the RFA for the first time is hearing about the success. And so I was able to talk to CJ about the success stories. Overall, there were some really good success stories. I actually have just started getting in some reports, actually, because everyone has to do reports on the students and the program. A lot of students, you know, sometimes if it's their first job of taking direction of a job they might not like very much and learning that, wow, this isn't so bad. But they were all uh, very receptive to getting things right when we would explain to them why uh, they couldn't clock in super early. You know, uh, they got really good at being precise. And those are the kind of skills that employers appreciate, you know, uh, being able to take criticism and then apply that and make that change. And uh, all the students were capable of doing that this summer. We found out interesting things about ourselves. Uh, we found out some of our work tolerances. One individual, we ended up, you know, switching jobs and ended up being um, a fantastic office assistant. Whereas before he was sort of not enjoying coming to the summer work program, but at the end, I almost think he he uh, he got a little emotional on the last day of work for the summer. And the other two uh, students got to work uh, around children all summer. And uh, one of those that's sort of their their goal is to work in childcare. So I thought that was a very valuable experience for her. Uh, the other individual, you know, he learned some uh, soft work skills and. And he, and, he, and he built some self-confidence and, um, you know, whatever his chosen uh, field in the future, I think this really helped build some of those things that will help him sort of springboard into some other skills, hopefully next year. I am so impressed with the amount of skills the students practice at Children's Museum. Mandy, how does all that experience get captured? Once again, I was able to talk to CJ. She has report after report about all the skills. Let's just hear from CJ about those reports. The program writes just the report at the end, a student report of what they did, how long they worked, different lessons they learned, experiences, their soft skill development for sure, kind of really focusing on elements of the pre-employment transition services. Because like if they do come to VR for substantial services, that VR counselor then can have access to that report to find out what happened with the student, how did they do, what are some recommendations from the program. They also do a program report for how their whole program went, like what worked, what didn't work, areas of improvement, and then what are they doing to kind of, what are some steps they're going towards their sustainability plan. And then there is information that they have to provide about pre-employment transition services throughout based on the quarters that we have. 
with all these reports that are being created, it's so important to have that information in that we are focusing on students from 14 to 21 that are students. This could really help give some foundational support for what might be needed, might be interesting, might be anything in the future. Having these detailed reports for the school counselor, for the IEP, for the VR counselor. All these people can really look at this report, see what the student was able to do in the summer, and then take that and move forward, working on goals and working on just what is our pathway forward. I met Chris at the Children's Museum. He shared with me what the students were leaving with at the end of the summer. My goal this year is, with the summer work program, is that when they leave, they will have uh, a resume. And that resume will have professional professional references, uh, list of skills, and will just be a little beefier than something you would get from a traditional like high school resume. So it'll have some actual work experience. Uh, we'll have a pretty good idea of how, how well they work by the end of this, so I feel confident we could also write some uh, maybe some letters of recommendation as well. So I want them to leave here with what would what VR would call you know a portfolio so they, they have sort of a leg up when they finally make it out of transitions into the adult world and they come back to me or another job developer uh, they'll have some work experience and hopefully uh, a nice resume to help them get a good start the RFA grant is for summer work experience but Mandy can it be individualized that is a perfect question for CJ now that can go into school year sometimes based on one program in 2019 said the last week of their work experience, the student was just really getting it. And so we extended that so that the student could work a few more weeks being really successful since they were really struggling to get this tasks underneath them. So very individualized. I get a lot of different questions about a student and go, what, what would work best for that student? Even though they may have a contract for 10, 20 or 40 students. It may be different for one. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't realize it was that individualized. What a great story about work experience during the summer 2021 through the request for application, otherwise known as the RFA. It was a great summer, and I had a chance to talk to CJ Webb about what does the RFA look like in 2022, 2023, and 2024 and onward. What it got down to is more sites, more jobs, more opportunities for students to get some work experience while getting paid. It is September as Mandy and I are recording this, but it's not too early to start thinking about summer 2022. If you are interested in applying for a RFA 4708 grant for summer work experience, please reach out to your local Transition Technical Assistance Network support. And we will be happy to help facilitate getting you to those right people to start making that request and filling in that grant information. So we're giving you a sneak peek of our bonus episode in which we were able to actually talk to a student and talk about their experiences with RFA. And man, oh man, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Can the pod people hear what industry right. you're currently in? Sure. It's actually, uh, it's mostly a forestry, but I'm working at currently at the uh, watershed, which basically we make sure trees get planted, grown, 
planted in places where they need to be, basically maintaining forests and such. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We've got a lot more in store for Season 4. Awesome to be aboard, Josh. Peace out, pod people. And be well. The Oregon Transition Podcast is brought to you by the TTAN, the Transition Technical Assistance Network, with support from Vocational Rehabilitation and Oregon Department of Education. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the individuals, not necessarily the supporting agencies. The Oregon Transition Podcast is produced by Mandy Younger, Josh Barber, Jody Johnson, and the Podfather, Juan Thornburg. Additional interviews are provided by members of the TTAM. Our theme music is composed by former transition student Boone Richter out of Brownsville, Oregon. Additional music provided by Lon Thornburg. For questions, comments, or episode ideas, please email us at OregonTransitionPodcast at gmail.com. And for the latest OTP news, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Yeah, I felt that was a very productive summer. And I, I hope that the students got as much out of it as I did. And, you know, it, you know, in this career field, I think everyone who works in this career field knows this. Uh, I rarely teach anything. I, I'm almost always learning something. Uh, it's, it's rare that I'm teaching guys anything. It's, it's, it's usually the other way around. And I, did, I learned a lot this summer working with uh, the transition students. Yeah. yeah.